frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Football Daft, the Daft Scottish Football Podcast around. My name's Stephen Pugden and let's welcome the team first, the biggest star of Scott squad. We've got him on this show. He reappeared as Tam Spragans again this week in a sensational sketch. It is the one and only Chris Toll. How's it going, Tam? What's happening, lads? He's good. Good, mate. Honestly, mate. It, I mean, it's kind of Scott squad is back on the map again, mate. With you back in it, mate. Uh, you know, it's like Genia, me and Genia Hansen fucking saving yeah. the day. Seven a day, mate. Honestly, uh, uh, obviously, let's welcome another man who is in Scott Squad as well. It's Gredo. Gredo what's happening? Silence, all right. All right, man. Anyway, Toll, it was good to see you back on screen, mate. Thanks, honestly. mate. Thanks, mate. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Honestly, the, whole time, the whole time I was just thinking when we were filming it, I was like, what would Stevie do? That's all I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I was thinking. And that's how it turned out good, mate, because you didn't do what I normally do. It was good, mate. You know what I mean? It was good. Yeah, it's good you done well, Chris. <laughs> you done well, mate. Cheers, mate. You done well, mate. We better work to be fucking, but you're alright, mate. Hey, it was, you know I mean, it was like it was, mate. You were, you were on it, mate. You were on it. You, Aye, you, it was you good. Mate. Honestly, it was brilliant. See, filming with him, it was brilliant because we done that for a bit. We were there for about an hour, weren't we? Just. Aye, well, there, uh, it, you know what what you doing? It was quite what a lot. What you doing? What I seen for train, for train spotting there, and they're London, John. Yeah, let's. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if we should maybe pay our respects in any way to uh, uh, John Boy's hero, Dustin Diamond. Screech for saved by the bell. We obviously lost him this week. Aye, um, John. Him, him, answer, you, him, him answer Tom, one but, after the other. Uh, I know, but I think this could potentially be the last time John's doing this show because his career might really take off now that Dustin's no longer with us, man. I don't I know, but well, think about it, they're, they're doing that reboot, aren't they? I, you can take out his cameo account. Aye, aye, aye. Could, man. <laughs> right, I don't know why I'll take the glasses off if you're watching the, the video there. Oh, Dustin. <laughs> oh, Dustin, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like, it's like when, it's like when our lady aye. appears in front of folk. You know what I mean? It's... Like, John, do you know the words to the song, man? You could even get the song going. When I wake up in the morning, it's the longest, longest ever. I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself, and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right. What, John? Join in. You know the words. I was more of a Slater fan. Tell you what, you don't fucking look like AC Slater. Oh, no, no. <laughs> if it's no Dustin Diamond, I'm going for Alec Cleland. You're a dead ringer for Alec Cleland, man. Alec Cleland? <laughs> you do? Do you know what I mean? I don't see that. Kid. I don't oh, see that. You kidding on? Are you being serious? By the way, I'm, I'm worried for Fuck John. Yeah, he looks as if he wants to fight us. I know. Right, <laughs> honestly, boys, it was good to see his back on Scott Squad on our, on our screens. It was great seeing you back on the old telly box. Let's cut right to it. What has been happening in Scottish football since we last spoke? Celtic were at home to St Mirren and get beat, and Shane Duffy had a fucking blinder again. Toll, is this guy, is he working undercover for Rangers Football Club? Mate, I've got no fucking idea what he's doing. And he's got no fucking idea what he's doing either, but it looks like What about that? Right, just, just wipe the slate, right? He's mm-hmm. only Rangers fans now. Just right. see this, see this for a point of view as a football fan. Okay, 
going to try and explain to me what the fuck that guy's trying to do. I, I mean, I don't... I mean, even the one where he's laid the ball off and he's went to make a wee dash into the box and he's ran right into Sorrow. Know where the best part is too, right? He's six foot three. He's built like a brick oh. shit house. He runs he into Sorrow and fucking falls in his ass. Aye, Sorrow just stuns you. He's the only footballer I've ever seen with a cauliflower arse. Know what I mean? <laughs> What's, what, is it, what is it, the old top man? Is there, do you think he'll play again? Because... This has happened all season and they still play him. I don't know, is there something in a contract or I don't know, but it just we're recording, mind, we're recording on Thursday here and right. he's played on Tuesday, didn't he? I don't I don't think he played on Tuesday, didn't he? No, no he never played on Tuesday. Welsh played, think, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Welsh played on Tuesday, but I think that might be to do with a plastic pitch. To mm. be honest with you, I think that might have something to do with it. Um do you know what? See if Neil Lennon's putting Barkas out the team, who has been shite, let's be honest, but he's saying Oh, his, his performances haven't been up to scratch. What the fuck mm. is he seeing in Duffy? You know what I mean? It's it's baffling. It's it's completely baffling. It's it, it baffles my mind to death. Mm. <laughs> and what, what about Edward? He's refusing to sign a new contract, didn't he? Would you? And what about in Champ? I know what's happened with that. The Champ felt Vilash Boash was fucking. He, he, he's, he didn't mince his words, didn't he? Know? Who the fuck's Philip Vilash Boash? <laughs> what? Did you, you, called him, you called him Philip via Vias Boas? No, I didn't. And I said and Vias Boas. Oh, I, I didn't um, say Philip. You said Philip. Right, right. I'll put my mortgage on this if John could show you the cut. The okay, edit. I did right, not say Philip. Okay, right. I don't want to take your house off you, Stevie. Right, I said. So, in, uh, <laughs> I said. I said. And what about Vias Boas? No right. mincing his words. Okay. I, I. Do you know what? Getting to the point about that. What are they? For what are they for Nincham straight mm-hmm. away? What are they for Marseille? And what are they mm-hmm. for, for Vias Boas? Because it, you know, it, it just goes to show that you don't know what's going on behind closed doors at football clubs. You don't know who's making the signings, you don't know what's going on. And if I'm if I'm the manager of a club and they're bringing in a player who he's come out and said he's not a good person for a start, mm-hmm. what does that mm-hmm. tell you? Do you know what I mean? And right. he's 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 no Mr. and hit the wall, basically. So no. I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he's out of my club. To be honest, the kind of the the talk, yeah, new managers kind of simmered down a wee bit, hint it. Are you still what you thinking? Uh, Stevie, I, I honestly don't know what's going on. Mate. I'm not. I'm not going to try and hazard a guess because, like I say, there a minute ago, you've got no fucking idea what's going on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, do you think? Do you think Yelda? Sales everyone's been approached. <laughs> they two guys are brilliant, by the way. I don't know. I don't know if he or she. Is is right <laughs> for the job. <laughs> have you, Tom, have you seen these two guys? You, you Aye, need to go on the podcast. Ah, he's just he's just fucking quoted them. Of course, he's seen it. Fucking brilliant. Fucking Which the? I mean, you don't know what kind of pedigree Yerda sells a Vaughn's go him, or it could be her. You don't yep. know. <laughs> he or she or she. It's what it was. But troops, the big story of the week. Has got to be Jobby Gate at Old Hamilton. doesn't like talking about it because he's got IBS the same as me, you know what aye, I mean? So he knows, he knows the script, but aye, um, I think we'll, we'll probably touch on it later on in the show, but aye, I agree. A I, yes I, or a no? Should they have been sacked? Yes or no? No, he's having a joke, isn't he? Gredo. Hard man, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or was it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Was it a ghost there? Was it a fucking messy one? <laughs> know what I mean, you don't, you don't know. Know what I mean? The guy could have had a bit of a situation on his hands, and he's. Exactly. You need to go. You need to go for a Tom Kite. You need to go. Know what I mean? That's so, it. Aye, I, know. I can see Grado gets a bit anxious just talk about these kind of things because we'll, we'll, we'll get more chat about football later on and we'll have the football open line as well so just sit back, relax, look forward to it trips. and this week we also welcome former Kilmarnock and Rangers centre-half it's Rob Kearney to the show plus we'll have another contestant on the player profile playoff and on the big question we're asking who is the worst player to pull on the jersey for your club? Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, troops, there's nobody on earth that knows more about car crashes than me, Neil Lennon, and Shane Duffy. Am I right? You're here. You're here. No, you're wrong because there is somebody that knows more about car crashes. It's where pals at G4 claims. <laughs> Right, so remember, if you've been in a road traffic accident and you're not at fault, G4 Claims can make it easy for you. They can provide you with a complete accident management support that you require. They'll recover their costs from the at-fault party. They'll sort out a like-for-like vehicle replacement. They'll also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and return to you. Should your vehicle be fucked, they will recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big fat check for it. And the best of all, it won't even cost you a brass razoo. As they charge the at fault insurance directly. G4 claims don't cold call. They don't buy data. And once they've processed your claims, your insurance will remain unscathed. And the best thing is Nicole and the team over there won't take on your case if they don't think that they can help. So if you've been, here, been in a road traffic accident or know someone that has, go on to G4 Claims on 01698 767 172. That's 01698 767 172. Get them at notatfallclaim.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. I recommend that you get them on social media at G4 Claims Limited on Instagram. That's all I'm going to say. All right. G4 Claims, not at full claims. Maybe. It's Football Daft Open Line. It's the open line where you can say anything you want. If you want to talk about the current situation at Celtic, great on Stephen, probably do. Um, you can do I'll that. Talk about it. Uh, perhaps you want to be, speak about uh, Dundee United's current lows are in bad form at the moment, not looking good. Or maybe you want to talk about Jobby Gate at Hamilton. Everything is welcome on the football daft. That, that guy's career's went right in the pan, isn't it? Hey! See, be honest with you, the Hamilton commentators are always talking shit. Hey! He's definitely hot the skids, man. I tell you what, that'll be a stain on his CV. See, that was a good one. You said it. Fucking bummer troops, eh? I love all this deadpan humour. It's like if you're sitting there, you're trying to go another one, aren't you? I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, he did have it coming though because it wasn't the first time he had done it, it was his number two time. Oh, <laughs> oh mate, yeah. what are you doing? Go on, go on, go on, what are you doing? Nicholas, man. I'll tell you, it, 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 it wasn't it, the, it, the, the first time he done it, was his number two time. John, see, 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 since John, John said that, since John said that, he's embarrassed, he's looking dead flushed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right, we'll stop with the pun uh, and we'll hand over to our uh, football experts. It's Stephen Cavens, Graham Goody, and Chris Delhunt. And we're going to go to our first call, which is a bit different this week. Um, this is a band um, who are coming in. You might have seen them on the telly. Uh, they did a song about Partick Thistle. They've got a new single out. Um, I thought you were going to pull this the CD out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Graham Norton. We've got a new single out called Bad Tattoo. It's a band called The Heights, and here comes Adam from the band on the open line. Hello. Adam. Adam. How's it going, Adam? Are you all right? Is that a house coat? <laughs> no, it's a some mad shirt. Like, ah, jeans, right. See, Chris, these guys, see the way they dress? I'd love to be able to pull it off, man. Aye. It's like, you know, it in a mind. It reminds me like we Scott Fletcher or some grado. Can just I, I don't want to say you can't say trampy looking because no. <laughs> no, 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 like hipsters. Yeah, like hipsters. But it's cool like tramps. It's like, they've, obviously, they've obviously been on stitchfix.com. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's quirky, quirky. I hipster. love it. Aye, thank, thank you guys. That's a game. That's a game. So listen. Oh no! Here comes Sam. This. Here comes Sam. Into oh, the- here comes Sam. Here comes. He comes running in. Let's go, Sam. Let's welcome the other member of Heights. It's Sam coming to the open line now as well. There we go. Hey. How's it going, mate? How you doing, mate? Sorry, I thought it was half past. What is happening? What's happening, happening, my man? You all right? I'm good, man. How are you? See, that's what I mean. I know. Look at his moustache. I'd love to pull something like that off. I'm getting there, by the way. Check that, buddy. Oh, it is. But it's quite suit it, but told man. What you talking about? I had a big fucking handlebar moustache at your last show in the pavilion, mate. That, that, fucking... that was a beauty. Yeah. Listen, I... lads, no, 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 just ignore Gredo, right? You spoke to him before. Me and Stevie are going to talk to you, right? Tell us about, tell us about the heights, what's been going on. Aye. And by tell the way, us, can I, I just need to say something. I don't like your name. No? <laughs> I don't like your name. Why not? Why, why do you think? I don't, oh. I don't know, that's why I want you to fucking tell me. Well, if I stood up, if I stood up you'd know all about it, my man, all right? Mate, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the height of shite, but when I stand next to Toe, I look like fucking Andre the Giant or something, I mean. A SOS song. That is the best song I've heard in years. And I'm not... Oh, man, that's, that's so nice. Okay, and then I remember, I remember getting a drink, I think that, that Friday night, getting mad with it, and I was sitting recording myself, sending it to you, your Instagram. Just getting my drink, singing it. <laughs> <laughs> but not only that, it's, see the see the music video. The music video is superb or not? It's it's funny. Where was that filmed, by the way? It's uh, filmed some... in like an old pub down in London somewhere. Was um, it Bethnal Green? No, it was Peckham. No, we spoke about this. Did no, I ask this Bethnal before? Green. Sorry, Aye. mate. Sorry, mate. No, no, no. Mind. It was it was near there though. It, it it must have been. I don't know. Yeah, but it was it was an old working man pub. There were some guys in there that like because half of the pub was open at the time, and we were in some weird little room, like we like segment of it. And there were some guys there that just did not want us there at all, like cru- cruisers that were like, you know, casual, not casuals, but like you locals, and they just Aye. looked at us like we're fucking pixies or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why? Did you, Adam? Did you say that it was in Peckham? Aye. Aye. Did you film it down there because you don't need to pay any income tax or VAT? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, it's a belt. I don't get that. Uh, only fucking all the and horses, you oh, fucking right. Right, Toops, have you got a new album out the new then? 
Uh, no, we've got an EP coming out. That's right. the thing these days. You don't. It takes ah, you to Bob Man, what is this? Fucking 2006. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we were doing an album, but we're with the label, and the label, it takes fucking years to get to an album. So hopefully in five years, if I've still got a job, then we'll release an album. But Stephen's like, like, have you got a new hit track coming up? Hi. Hi. Guys, where can I buy the cassettes, man? Where's <laughs> <laughs> it called? Disc. Right, man. It's called, well, the EP's not even out yet, but it's out in a couple of months. But we've got a new song that's out like last week called Bad Tattoo. Bad Tattoo. Bad tattoo. Aye, that's, good, that's good as well, by the way. What's, but see, a lot of folk will maybe be listening to this show, they'll maybe want to find out about this party festival song that he's done. Yeah. yeah. What, was, what was the story behind that? Was he asked to, is it a festival song or did you just write that? No, well, no. it's it's Billy Connolly divorce. It's some Billy Connolly uh, song. No way. The 70s no. And then, so it is. And I then Big Welshie. When when Grey don't let me hear it, I say, is Billy Conway's going to sue these fuckers for this <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even steal it for Billy Conway, we stole it for Big Welshie, who I think either played for a part of this or managed them or did both. And now he, he's a Scottish footballer. I can't remember his first name, Brian Welsh, maybe. And then he went to America to be a coach. He did this song, he put it on YouTube for part of this. And we got asked by the BBC to do this TV show and they were like, oh, we should do this thing. It's like every at the end of every show, they have like a band that does a song. And we watched it and it was all like hipster guys with beards singing like, we thought, fuck it, if we're going on there, we want to take the piss. So like, no one should ever let us anywhere near a telly. So we were like, if we're going on the BBC, then let's do something fucking mental. And then next day, I, I swear to God, it got released and all this stuff. And, and the producers, we turned up, we were expecting the BBC to be like, you need to fuck off. How dare you bring such a fucking joke of a thing to us, right? But then they were like, oh no, this is great. Like, we really like it. And we we're like, class. And then the week that it got released, I don't know, I don't know if any of you have experienced this, but when you go kind of like viral on Twitter, especially oh, on Scottish Twitter, and it's mostly- Yes, yeah, once or twice, once or twice. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> mental. And all you can see is all these people like, I was like 20 people's um, cover photos. People were calling me every name under the sun. I was Because like, for some reason, I got it way more than Sam as well. Sam just stood at the back and like did his DJ thing. I was prancing about the front and they were all saying, this guy can't dance and all that shit. I'm worried. What was it? They called you a soybean or something like that? If what a soybean had a face. And also, some guy said, who's the guy? Joe Pasquale. They said, this guy looks like I... Joe Pasquale. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there was worse ones I can't repeat, but were, those were the funny ones. Guys, is it not true? Like, there's a whole bunch of Partick Thistles uh, fans came up to see it at a gig in Aberdeen off the back of the song. Yeah, yeah, that was true. Actually, they came all the way from Peterhead or something like that, and then we don't we 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 on that tour we said I said on Twitter right if if you want to come and see because we used to at gigs get people just shouting thistle the whole time, so I was like right. We're gonna sing. Stephen, let the guys talk. And it's heavily Sorry, different mate. from our usual crowd of like wine mums and like weird men that just like want to dance to our weird pop music. So it was this really strange crowd of like people that just wanted to hear all the dancey stuff and then people that just wanted to hear the part of Thistle song. So I said on Twitter, right, if you want to hear the part of Thistle song live, come to this tour because it's the last tour we're gonna do it, right? And then after the two nights on the tour. It, it was going really wrong so we're like right we've got to stop playing it because it would just like people would just go mental and like it just wasn't the right kind of vibe but then these guys had come all the way just to see it so at the end of the 
end of the gig, they were like breaking into our green room, being like, "We've traveled all the fucking way to see this." I was like, "Look, lads, it's fine. Like, come in and like, I'll sing it on you the guitar. I'll sing it on the guitar." And they all sang it together, and they fucking loved it. They're like, the guy, one of the guys, was absolutely steaming, and he just kept repeating, "This is the best fucking night of my life, by the way, big man." Here, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that sounds like a scene for Superbad, man, when he's going to get a do. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they make him sing a song. Oh, oh, man. How funny is it imagining that? Just the fucking all these grown men stunning there in your green. The first ever gig I went to, I probably shouldn't have. He's known the first gig I went to, the guy's in, he's in the jail now. Oh, Lost Profits? No, okay. no, was, although I've seen, I seen Lost Profits. Yeah. You can see what that. is it? But I'm only saying. Well, my first gig was Gary Glitter, and in 1993, and he and uh, he went right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm 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 more I'm more impressed with the fact that Adams went straight to the fucking Lost Profits. It's <laughs> <laughs> if, if he's the only musician that's ever been to the jail. <laughs> but, but it's like we're having a nice wee chat and all that good stories. And Gabe just goes, "My first gig was Gary Glitter." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you that leader well, of the guys, gang thanks was... for coming on. You still never come on again. Basically, half the crowd left, and he he never played it. But then he'd come on in a motorbike and eventually played it, and it caused a bit of folk running back in. And guys, well, uh, tell us about bad tattoo. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. Oh, anyway, it's funny that your your song's called Bad Bad Tattoo because that's how Gradle get his fucking nickname. <laughs> <laughs> it by the way. Was it? it? Well, I was in Magaluf and I I go to tattoo. Nobody ever called me Gradle. It was a kind of thing. We all get chucked out of a hotel and somebody somebody called me at Primary Seven for a bit, fucking three years, and I decided to put it in my ear. After it's a long story, but anyway, I try to scratch it after the next day. But then that's it's became my name. So fuck it. <laughs> what? You don't know that, Bob? No, I do. I just I'm loving the way you're telling the stories today, man. Uh, but that's that... suppose what it's all about, isn't it? It's oh, I... a tattoo. That's what it's about, isn't it? You know, it's just. I, well, I, I got a tattoo in Magaluf on my arse as well, um, and Sam's got a fucking belter of a tattoo in his arse. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. I was I was I was at a party once and. I, at the time, I really I had a fascination with Kenny Loggins. You know that. And I wanted I, I wanted Danger Zone tattooed on me somewhere, <laughs> just somewhere. And right, right around the time, right around the time I was wanting this, I was I w- went back to an after party, and the guys had a proper tattoo. Like sometimes you go up, or like some some people have like stick and poke things, and I, but I went to this party and they had a full on fucking gun, like a full on rig with a pedal and shit like that. <laughs> And they were like, right, who's up next? And I was like, okay, sweet, I want this. Uh, maybe on Mars, because I don't want my mum to see it. Um, and they're like, right, sweet, sweet, sweet. And I, like, I just want it tiny, like, danger zone. Nowhere near, you know, Mars, because people think, you know, I'm, there's an attack. Danger zone. There, there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I asked, him, I asked him to do it tiny, just on, like, the side of pretty much my hip. And it was, it was fucking sparkled. And he was, I started doing it, and I felt it just slowly, the pain slowly going right across Mars cheek. I was like, you're right. I was looking back at him like, is it going well, man? Is it, is it going well? And, he's pat, and, he's, and he was like, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And he just done danger. And his pal at that time butts in. He's like, no, no, no. I'll take the rest of it. Man. I'll do a better job. This is right. I'll, I'll do a better job. And without even consulting me, he just starts on the other cheek. 
and it's even bigger <laughs> this time. So I've got I've got danger like slightly like getting bigger and bigger on one cheek and then zoned even bigger on the other. Like, fucking broke And I went I went home the next day and I showed my mum it and she's burst out into tears. It was well, guys, thanks very much for coming on Football Daft. Really appreciate your time. Uh, go out and get a uh, bad tattoo, whatever you get. Your HMV, John Menzi, Airspice, Willie's, Virgin Megastore, Zavi, Zavi, Airspice. So it's Heights, H Y Y T S, and I'm telling you, they've got a new bad tattoo. It's superb. I love it. And also, SOS, check that out. I don't know if I'd like to promote that or not, but that's fucking tremendous, that song, man. So that was the heights. Let's move on to our next court on the open line. It's Mark. How are you doing, guys? How are you doing, bad, Mark? You all right? Bad. There we go. Rangers fan. That's a surprise. There we go. Mark, you're on the open line. What would you like to speak to the boys about? How are you doing, guys? Um, so what I'd like to ask is, I was watching the football results come in last night, and I seen that Tony that plays for Brentford. Um, actually mm-hmm. scored his 20th goal of the season <laughs> and there was a lot of talk he was going to join Celtic obviously what's the biggest transfer that you've seen almost come to your club but not quite manage it that's a great question by the way for me, it, was, um, it was Jardel for Rangers yep. you know, that's he was exactly in the stands we thought he was there and then it just never quite um, but they're talking about that Tony scoring 30 goals this year. Do you know what mm. I mean? So that's Aye. some miss. Do you know what? The, one of the biggest signings I think I was really wanting to happen for Rangers, and it nearly happened. It was the same kind of setup as Jardel. He was in the stadium and he's been on this show, and it showed when he didn't sign for us and he went to Celtic how much. That's crazy. Hartson. Hartson. Aye. Definitely. What, see, the, the the funny the first thing I thought about was was Jardel because I remember I, I think Aye. was it the ninety five ninety six season that was my first season with season ticket did he did he, get, did he get put was he paraded or was he just told he was how many how many misses got a tour of the stadium that they were there aye. 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 I, rem- I remember seeing him in the Rangers tracky exactly but do you know what popped into my head or not do you remember Kuzan coming back just before we went into administration remember that. And he was, I think we were, we're, we're playing at Hamilton. And, That's uh, right. he, he, and he, he was in the, the, he was decked out in the track suit. And I think he had just signed the night before. Aye. And I don't know what, I, I think I, I think I just got cancelled, didn't I? I think I just got fucking. I completely forgot all about that. You're right, that? Aye. Yeah. Aye, I don't know. I've got, I've got two for me. One, David Ginola. We, we had him in the fucking, in the, uh, what do you call it? The, Boardroom, boardroom. Ready, really? ready, ready to sign, and he get his agent gets a phone call, and it was Newcastle. We want to sign you. Really? He got, up, he got up and walked out to Parkhead and went down and signed for Newcastle. Oh, guy. And <laughs> I know what your other one's going to. I know what your other one's going to be too. Rivaldo. No, I was going to say Nacho Novo. No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought. No, John listen. For Celtic. No, nah, Nacho Novo. He said no to the Celtic team. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also remember I, I, I remember probably around about the same time as the Jardel one I remember in the paper every day it was Viali Viali was going to come to Rangers Aye. I'm sure 
Was it, it Chelsea? Was there, was there no talk that fucking Ronaldo was going to sign for the Ronaldo? Aye. Advocates, was it not? Or David Murray said he only need to play the European games. Aye, well, aye, that's right. Imagine having a season right. ticket but no buying the fucking European tickets. I know. <laughs> never getting to see Re- Ronaldo playing for your team. That's anyway, a good, that, that was a, good that was a great question, question anyway. That was good chat. Oh, that was brilliant, mate. Thanks, mate. Let's move on to our next call on the open line. It is Dylan. Dylan, old chief. This isn't a Celtic support. How are you doing, Dylan? Shock horror! I love that. I'm sitting there looking like a fucking Parma violet. It's an old school jersey, Dylan. I love that. I remember that. It's an knockoff, but sorry. I know I bought one from my nephew. I've got a wardrobe full of them. Don't worry about it. Best gear. You're through the open line, Dylan. What do you want to say? Just a bit about the, the consistency thing with Rangers and how they're um, talking about refereeing and stuff like that. Obviously, Morelos gets cited for violent conduct uh, against against Hibs. Um, I just I don't get the whole consistency thing because I think over the past few seasons, Morelos has had plenty of abuse and he's been targeted with kind of violent conduct as well. Um, just the other day, Hibs TV, somebody from Hibs TV said that um, he should be chopped up and sent to different locations in Scotland or whatever. I bet he didn't say he was having a shite, but did he? Ah, that's that's what's going to happen. That, that guy gets sacked, and yeah, we're still here anything about this this whole. Ah, you can, yeah, listen, you can't sack Evan Welsh, mate. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> aye. Hibs were wishing to shoot levels, man. <laughs> no, I I totally get what you mean. I get what you mean. Uh, is, there is uh, there is a lot of. Problems with consistency now. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that are being said. Strange. I think, I think it's all down to the whole lockdown. I think, to be honest with you, I think a lot of people just are, are losing the fucking their mind. I mean, uh, for Irvin Welsh to come out and say that about Morelos, for me, it was completely unprofessional. Even, even as a Celtic supporter, right? Morelos isn't my number one fucking guy, obviously, right? But to 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 intimate that you want the guy to be murdered. Is fucking ridiculous, right? Told you I loved think, it. No, I grade what I did, mate, and I'm I'm not I'm not telling you lies. I didn't. He was he was fucking retweeting it for his burner account on Twitter, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was me that fed him the line. No, <laughs> no but it, I think I think quite quite a lot of the backlash that Tanner's been getting for it, it's unwarranted. Um, 100%. But, but um, the I Irvin Welsh, I'm a I'm a huge fan. Irvin Welsh, I love all his books. I love. I love all the movies that have been made for his books and stuff like that. But for him to come out and say that, I think it's completely fucking stupid, to be honest with you. And he's trying to he's trying to make himself out to be a bigger Hibs fan than he actually is. And it, you know, I, I alright, we, we know that he's he's Hibs have featured in his movies and his books and stuff like that before. But he's for him not to be cited for that, not to be pulled up for it, um straight straight away was silly for Hibs TV. But I think um I I think there's there's more that could be said, but you know, I don't want to get myself into bother. Fuck that man. Bob, don't touch that man. What if there's a train spotting free? <laughs> I'm kidding on my hands, Rose. No, I think what you're touching on there, Dylan, it's right, the consistency thing with the compliance officer and all that. I think it's been well documented social media. You've seen the amount of tackles that have went unpunished in this oh, country. Morelos, when they start the season, the first game of the season, somebody tackled him and he had a chunk of his leg. 
Aye, Cause exactly. it, could you imagine if that? All I'm going to say is, could you imagine if that was Morelos? Aye, there's no, there's nobody ever going to tell me there's no one rule for a lot of other players and one rule for Morelos because that is just the way it looks. In saying that, though, it's not a, the, the, what we're talking about is club media here. So obviously, we we're, we touched on the Hamilton thing. It was Hamilton that made that decision. It has to be Hibs TV that would made that decision or offer an apology. I'm not too sure. I, I'm not clued up to see if Hibs actually offered an apology on that. But, you know, the likes of the SPFL... The phone Rangers, apparently. Aye, they did the phone Rangers, aye. That was big in them, wasn't it? That was big in them. For fuck's sake. Listen, more sorry. See, at the end of the day... The referee in Scotland is a fucking shambles anyway. We all know that. Aye, we know that, aye, don't we? Aye, aye. So, so it's a bad referees because some of the referees have like, officiated the, the biggest cups in the world, biggest tournaments in the world. So it's so so a bad referees. Yeah, they're, fu- they're fucking dreadful. Well, they're every worse. single one of them. Well, they're worse. Every, I take it you never watched the game last night. Fucking Kamar definitely put the cunt over the fucking brim one stand and only got a yellow card. What about Clamara's yeah. elbow man against Livingston? Exactly. <laughs> you still bringing that up? Listen, we've got Aye. a new one. We've got a new one. Scott Brown punched a guy the other night, right? Have a, have a go at that one. I love <laughs> Scott Brown. Scott Brown when he scored on it. Yes, come on. That's it. That's the thing, but Stevie, that's what I'm saying. Regardless of what team it is, the level of fucking officiating in Scottish football is absolutely abysmal. It's mm. abysmal. Yeah. Well, I hope that answers your question, uh, Dylan. Yeah, <laughs> Often a tangent of. about refereeing now, but uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, Dylan. Dylan. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks for coming on, mate. All the best. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. And that's it for this week. Remember, if you want to get on next week, best way to do it, get on to your Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft, or we'll get you on Twitter. Football daft's big question. Right, this week, Chris stated that Shane Duffy is the worst player to ever pulled on a Celtic strip. So we have asked who's the worst player to have graced your team. Who are you think, Troops? I think I've said this before, but I think without a doubt for me, it's going to be Sadiq. Umar yeah. Sadiq, absolute Terrible. imposter. Terrible. It's just, I don't know, that that just that whole situation wound me up. I'd even like the way he was carrying on at the press conference. I don't know, maybe I'm being too harsh, but the, the, the game against Aberdeen and what was it, the semi-final of the League Cup a couple oh. of years ago? Aye, I see where Lewis Ferguson scored the winner, wasn't it? Aye, offside, offside every two minutes uh, mm-hmm. and then gone down in the box. I thought it was just mm-hmm. unforgivable. Absolutely unforgivable. I- You'll go far to see a worse player than that. He was terrible, man. You still sticking with Duffy at all? I'm taking Duffy out the out the equation. Right. There's been a right few, man. To be honest with you, there's been a right few bangers, but I, I'm gonna Willow Flood was fucking atrocious, man. No, you can't say that, man. I I can say that, mate. You never seen him. It was fucking dreadful, honestly. So bad. So Which? so bad. The I, worst but one of the worst they nah, put on the Ah uh, well, you you can go What's back. What's in you've, you've got you've got fucking Carol Muggleton and all that going back all the years. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, my cousin actually texts me about this saying, "Do you honestly think Duffy was the worst?" And my cousin's a Rangers fan, and he rhymed after these select players. And I swear to God, I started getting Vietnam fucking flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking, <laughs> honestly. But yeah. I, it's it depends how far back you go. I know it is one of the ones. I mean, you could go back. I don't know, man. Remember Dragan Ladanovic? Mm-hmm. Aye. Fuck's sake. He's terrible. And then That's you had the hair, wasn't it? Aye. And Federico Nieto. You could you could argue Franny Jeffers coming up here and no scoring a Jeffers. goal. You could argue that. You could uh, argue Joey Barton. You could. You really could. could. Aye. Um, Do you know who I fucking hated? I, I, 
I'll know I'll know use the word hated again in case mm-hmm. we have a cross paths and he comes on the show. I didn't hate him, I just didn't think he was good enough to play for our club. Mm-hmm. Ian Black. Ian Black. He gets a right certain, yeah. Oh. Oliver Bernard. Kind of, oh. Did you just Google him there? No, it looks like a hub, but no. <laughs> Who you adding in there, too? John, I want to know John's yeah. as well, man. It'll be probably somebody that listens to the show or something like that, I bet you. Oh, uh, it's anything Paul Hartley signed for Falkirk. Fucking. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. We had we had some fucking we had some toppers, but I think, honestly, I think Tony Cascarino was up there, man. Tony Cascarino was fucking garbage for Selig, man. Mm. Honestly, so bad, so so bad. Well, we see what the punters think. Aye, let's see. Aye, what right. Think. So Roberto says, "Let's go with Senderos." So we can maybe ask. Or guest about that. We've got uh, Rob Keelan on the show today. He says, like Barton came with reputation, but fuck me, he'd never known he was a commanding defender for Arsenal at one point and a good Arsenal team as well. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I, when I think he said Ross, I just think he Dembele, and I just yep. think he the 5-1 game. 5-1 That's game. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, wasn't good. Uh, Wally Clemmy. Clemmy. Climey has said Dragon. I saw. I said Dragon Ladinovich or Jeremy Rothen. Remember him? Remember him, man. Rothen what was the, Rothen. He, he came with a fucking pedigree, that boy. Yeah, I'm right. I remember. I think his debut was at Fort Park. Maybe I think we won the game, and I f- he was actually no bad. I thought, but it. Do you know who came with a massive pedigree, and he was a fucking absolute baller. Weavers. Yeah, him as well. But Jonas Term. Right. It was, it was terrible, but apart from the goal he scored against Serge, oh, I was a peach. That was but, a fucking great goal. Aye. But it was terrible, man. It was terrible. When you go to you, I take the next get, one. We've mate. got John here saying Dirk Borrector. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's a great shout. He was red rotten. He also says Ian Wright could be thrown in there alongside Henri Kamara and Olivier Tebbly. I don't remember him. I don't remember who. But Borrector? No. Oh, Borrector! Aye. Ah, really? Say it like that. Aye. Aye, it was fucking rotten, man. It was what? rotten. Did you know I was? Do you know I was giving Evander Snow a bit of safe time as well? Aye, Evander, Evander Snow was fucking shit. Really? I thought Evander Snow was a well. He looked like he was going to be a, a decent prospect at one point. Did he not? He had one good game, mate. Well, I mean, he had one good game, and everybody was like, "Yes, <laughs> we've got, we've got the new fucking whoever." Do you know what Wanyama. I mean? Frank, Frank Reichard or something like that. But no, it was it was dug me. Honestly, Doug Kevin is. has uh, gotten to say, being a Hearts fan, the list is pretty long, but Joe Pereira for me. Joe Pereira, is that Pereira? Pereira. Pereira. Pereira, we had a Herrera. Herrera, Pereira. Oh, Herrera's going to be one of the nominees. Herrera. Herrera. He, uh, he just liked going about taking Instagram pictures of fucking Aaron right. and all that, didn't he? George, oh, I remember this one, says, Eagle Austinstad for Rangers. What a load of shit. Even even passed for an amateur player when playing for Rangers, and yet he played at the highest level for Southampton and Blackburn. Mm-hmm. It's very true. I remember... Can't he believe he got to a European Cup final with Southampton and Blackburn? <laughs> the classic headline for Celtic, eh, for the papers when we signed him, the eagle has landed. Yeah. It was terrible. 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 Fuck's sake. Sideshow Bob has, has another one that's listed some names that's giving me flashbacks, man. I've got a story about one of them. Do we? Right. They didn't come to your pub then, did they? No, I got his name on the back of my jersey. <laughs> what, you go do we? Oh, 
Do we, well, didn't you? Aye. You would have died to change it after the game. Aye, because it was squinty. They were currently squinty. I seen the game. I sent my dad back going to the Celtic shop here. Uh, Colin, Kaz and Richards. Miku. I'm not, I'm not having Miku. I thought Miku was actually all right. Um, he couldn't score in a barrel of fannies, but he was a good player. Um, Magnus Hedman and Barkas. I could go on. Mm. Callum. Oh, no, sure, what was it me? Was it me? Sure, grads. Callum says, Emil Ling. For Dundee United was diabolical. He would struggle to tie his own shoelaces. What's that got to do with being a footballer? No, no. Gavin has also got in touch. Top flight, James Beatty. Oh, he was, was like... buzzing. I was buzzing with Sting Time because I so remember. Was our man. Paul, I you remember the RNA manager? Mate, RNA manager on I, PlayStation. He was a, he was a five starter. Aye, it was a five star to play anywhere up top, anywhere yep. the big fucking square. Yeah, I was buzzing, but looks uh, as if he was running for a treacle every time we got up the ball. Gavin says was buzzing when we signed them first transfer. We paid money for in about two years. Carpos always injured, no goal speaks for itself. Wouldn't have looked out of place in the third place championship side down the divisions. How long have you got? Well, we've not mm-hmm. got that long to keep talking, Gavin. But it was rotten. It was terrible. But he, he was a, in his day, man. He was a great striker. Uh, he, did, did he not? He, he was the, one of the first players to get 20 in a Premier League season for a uh, long time, wasn't he? Brilliant. Great striker, man. Aye. Brian says, Anestis and I agree you. Agree you, was it? Agree you, I remember him, man. Mate, he, he must have been terrible because I can't even remember this guy. Mm. Uh, he, he was, was for he Rangers. Was. He wouldn't get a game for the BBs. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> do, you know do you know what he was? As a fullback, he was very keen. Very keen. But mm. he was also very poor. So that's when did it, when did he play for Rangers? He played in the lowest league, I think. I think oh, right. That'll be Brett says it's got to be Grado or Stephen. Honestly, I'd say <laughs> Carlos. Honestly, I'd say Carlos Pena or Bruno Alves. Bruno Alves. Well, it's good to be in the same fucking league as Bruno Alves or something, isn't it? The thing with Bruno Alves was right. You need to look back and go, the guy's had a distinguished career. He's played at the top level. He just played for us at a very poor time. And obviously, he came out here and didn't fancy it one bit. But he's not the worst player to pull on a jersey for us, man. Definitely. He's, he's, he's still kicking a ball, isn't he? I think he plays for in Serie you know, A. Where he, play, he plays for... It's a lower team in Serie A. He plays for a wee team in Serie A. But did he not go to, where did he go to right for ages? Did he not get a good move somewhere? He went to Turkey. He, he played against us for Fenerbahce, I'm sure. Well, there we go. That was this week's big question. There's a lot of duffers in there. Thanks everyone for getting in touch. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. It's the player playoff. I, I changed the name of this every week. It's the Pro Set Player Playoff. Whatever we're calling it this week, it's back with PiSports.com. That is our website that you go to to get pies, get a taste of Scottish football. Uh, we're missing our, the games at the moment, so this is a chance to get the pies in for the games at the weekend. Loads of great uh, offers up there, loads of great packages. You get Bovro with the pies as well. You've got scotch, steak and gravy, chicken and chorizo, curry, all that sort of stuff. You can get involved at piesports.com or you can give them a call on 0141 739 9999. 0141 739 9999. Uh, they'll deliver free of charge to a lot of postcodes. You can check out the website for those uh, and you can get them in for Friday and Saturday. Uh, enjoy the football with a pie, which is nice. Um, we try and give away a package 
every week on Football Daft, and this week is no exception. Um, we play this game, and on the line to play today is Sean Hunter. How you doing, Sean? Ah, good. How are you doing? Great, Sean. Good, mate. All good, mate. All good. Who do you support, Sean? Uh, Rangers. Rangers. Uh, there's a shock. There's a surprise. That's a turn off the books, that, and a show on it. It's so refreshing to get a Rangers fan on the show, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This week, guys, we're going back to the 2013-2014 season. That was the season Celtic won it. Motherwell came second that year. Top goal scorer was Chris Commons, and that was the year Hibs and Hearts got relegated down into the championship as well. Sounds like one shit season, man. It's a belter. Fucking belter season. I can't remember if you guys were League One or Championship that season. Was it League One, maybe? Aye, it would have been League One because Rangers get promoted the year that Hibs and Hearts get relegated. That's right, yeah. There we go. Aye. That was great. So anyway, that was the season we're going to. Um, If you don't know the rules of the game, very simple. Uh, I'm going to read out the description of a player from that season. If you know who it is, you buzz in. Um, if you buzz in, however, and you get it wrong, it cans over to the other person. First to two wins. Um, let's get, what's your buzzer going to be, Sean? It's a catastrophe. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Uh, right, let's find out who you're playing this week. We'll go draw out the name here. Is that? And it is... I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it is lucky you're not doing it. It's Chris Toll that's doing it this <laughs> Ah, fuck. Right, okay. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would really struggle that season. I, I know I would. Right, Chris, what's Dude, your... Dude, I feel my career, man. I had struggled. <laughs> struggling. Struggling, what, boys. What's your, gonna be, what's your buzzer going to be, Chris? Fuck's sake, Duffy. <laughs> that's better. Right, that's here better. we go. First player out. Um, this player began his club career with Aberdeen, progressing through the ranks to make his first debut, team debut in 1997 as a centre-half. Um, he went on to make 300 appearances before Foxy, moving... Duffy. It's a castle trap. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's Andy Considine. It is not Andy Considine. Oh, I will no. with the clues. Um, he went on to make 300 It's a catastrophe. John. Is it Russell Anderson? Boom, one point to you, my man. Yeah. Oh, this guy's Russell good. Anderson. Nice. Right. Okay, one more. one more to win this then, Sean. See if you can get back in it, Chris. Right, next player out of the hat is... This player became a huge favourite with the St Mirren support for his no-nonsense approach to players, matches and referees. Many fans likened the midfielder to club legend Billy Abercrombie, who enjoyed a, a spell in a similar style. This player signed a con- new contract with St Mirren in January 2012 after Hibbs had expressed interest in signing him. He was suspended for the first two games. That's of- a catastrophe. Sean? Is it Jim Goodwin? 2 0, sir. Well played. <laughs> well played, mate. Well played. Do you know what? Hey, hold on, you, hold on, I, hold on, hold on. Couple of weeks ago, I get beat. No, I won, I still got a push. Tom, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Tom? Tom, what's wrong with you, mate? Tom, what's wrong with you? 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 Tom, what's Mate, I go it. Mate, I go it. Right, trips, Camden. <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassing us and Sean here. Uh, Sean, 
Well done, we'll get the pies sent out to you and thanks once again to piesports.com get your pies in for match day Football daft with G4 Claims Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com Please welcome to the show a man who has had two spells in Scotland, starting at Kilmarnock with a loan spell from Watford in 2010. He returned in 2015 with Rangers playing in the Championship under Mark Warburton and then Pedro Cachina. It is Rob Kiernan. Welcome to the show, Rob. How's it going? Thank you, guys. Thank you for seeing. All good. All good. Mate, mate, tell us the new. Where are you? Where are you the new? I am in Sully, California in Orange County in the United States of America. There you are. I wish we had just done like a kind of jolly boys and says, right, we'll come to you and we'll interview you. I'll take you out and show you the ropes because it's a, it's a joke of a gaff to me, isn't it? Oh, I bet you it is. And what's happening with lockdown and all that earlier? Is there, what's happening is everything shut up, shut You hear about it, Joe Rogan talks about it in California. I mean, all locked down and all that, no, carry on. County, every, every county has different like, sort of rules, regulations. The, the police department here, the sheriff department have said, don't don't call us anything COVID related. No no restaurants have been shut down. It's just outdoor dining. The gyms have to have like a door that's like open, for example. Um, and apart from that, boys, it's been normal. Like you know, I, a lot of people here are just getting on with the days, and it's it's not been an issue. Wow, very interesting. I wonder I wonder why there's been quarter of a million died in America. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I know. Yeah, those numbers are a little bit. I think I, I think they're, they're just here is everything's been manipulated a little bit. So uh, I think people yeah. have views, you know. Totally, man. So how how's life at Orange County? Life here is stunning. Um, like I said, I, I, in terms of just life, you wake up on holiday every day. You know, you wake oh, up to the sun. You know, I'm five minutes from the beaches. You know, it's a different way of life. Is it's not just you know football. It's like your whole life outside of it as well. It's incredible. Where did you stay when you when you played with Kilmarnock? I stayed in the hotel that they gave me outside the stadium. So oh, the Rugby Park, Park Hotel? Park Hotel. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's all right there, isn't it? It's so Southern California, huh? I bet the pies were better, though. <laughs> yeah, the weather, the weather was quite similar. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like with Park Hotel, you just kind of float your room right onto the pitch there, but don't you? I know. Like, come on, well, uh, in, it's right uh, there. In the minus 84 degrees and then get told to <laughs> run around on that pitch, so... Rob, I was looking through your Wikipedia yesterday, right? And you've had a lot of clubs in your career. Um, which, which one of them would you say, with the exception of Rangers, I know you're going to say Rangers, right? But with the exceptions of Rangers, what was, what was your favourite club, would you say, Wigan? You might not say Rangers. You might not say Rangers too. Stop, stop answering yeah, no, these questions for them. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you, you, you take your answers out of my mouth. Aye. Uh, <laughs> no, listen. So let's just let's just go back through it. So yeah, I mean, as a youngster, like I was desperate to go and get games and experience. I was, I was, you know, for my sort of under eighteen sort of you know phase of life, I was, you know, probably one of the better players, and it was never going to challenge me. So I went and went alone. I knocked on the gaffer's door every week, so can I go here for a month? Can I go there for a month? You know, I just wanted games, you know, and I think a lot of the kids get lost in that 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 period now where there's like they're too good for these reserve games, but they're not challenged challenging themselves. So my mindset was just like I'm gonna go and loan, go and loan, go and loan, go and loan. Um but I think my favourite loan spell I had was was Brentford. That was amazing. I was close, I was living at home still. Um the boys got promoted, you know, that season. Um and like it was just a great, great change in it. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just a great experience. 
So in terms of my loan spells, that was definitely my favourite. Um, and then obviously you got called back for my loan at um, South End at the time to Wigan and actually managed to make my debut against Watford, my previous team, you know, as a boy. Um, so that was an amazing feeling and done really well there. And then um, got some games under my belt, done like a season and a half there. Went to Birmingham. That was that was an amazing play, club as well. Good good standard. And then obviously went to Rangers, which was yeah, like you said, my my, my highlight of my career. I'd say definitely. When when you were at Wigan, uh, <clears throat> were you made aware of the interest for Rangers at the time? It was your mind so made up right away. I was, I was on holiday and I got a phone call from from Mark Warburton who said, "I'm getting a Rangers job. Um, don't sign for Birmingham." I was like, "Listen, I've just done my medical. Like they've offered me a contract. I'm going to go and sign it." Um, that was the kind of vibe I was on when I got back from holiday. Anyway, so I'm going up to Birmingham now. I'm in the car with my old man and um, we're about to sign. Everything's good. Everything's paid. I get a phone call saying, listen, I've got the job. I'd like you to come here. So I literally pulled into a service station with my old man and just said, look, I've got a decision to make. You know, like, I either go up there or I, I, I stay safe and stay at Birmingham. I know I was going to play. I like the manager. I like the club. I've just been on loan there. We've done really well. So I um, made that decision, mate, and just went up for it. Um, and yeah, that was a 20-minute chat in a, in a service station, you know. Really? That's, that's <laughs> mega interesting. Yeah. I love that. And then see how the likes, because I always wonder this about teams where so see, the, you, you sign for Rangers. Like, what's the first, even before you signed, did you go on YouTube and look up videos and yeah, so see, what, see what the Ibrox crowd's I'll, like I'll, and stuff like I'll, that? Yeah, I'll just be totally honest with you. Like, obviously, obviously, everyone knows Rangers sell it better than how intense it is and stuff. But like down there, it's not like the main focus. So like, I didn't mm-hmm. really get the match clubs so I got there. Um, but my, my first rude awakening was it's just like as soon as I signed I was getting death threats from you know IRA all this kind of mad stuff going on and you you know you Catholic scum really yeah my don't, was listen, don't, don't worry I'll phone them and tell them to leave you alone mate <laughs> <laughs> really is that yeah, like, right man yeah before I, I even before I even walked in the building Mark you know the, the death threats and the, all this you know scum this scum that see what this see what that like, you know, I was getting stuck on the street, like, just because of my background, you know, like, listen, my dad's Irish, and that's that's never going to change, I'm proud of that, you know, I've got an, I, I've got a Catholic tattoo in my arm because of my nan, she passed away, and I have a, you know, uh, you know, Virgin Mary tattoo, it's, you know, it's for her, now, that doesn't define me, but also, when I'm walking to a club, I'm, before I even put, before I even walked into the stadium, I'm getting all this kind of stuff, it's, did that make you think twice if I made the right move here when you started getting like death threats and stuff and you're realising the, um, I mean, no, the kind extent of like, Yeah, I just didn't realise like how how much uh, of the other sides that would be involved in terms of just, you know, just play football and wanted to go for, play for an amazing club and then before I even walked mm-hmm. into my, my background and also I played for Ireland up to under 21s. I was a captain of that team and, we, you know, I was proud of that. You know, and then obviously as soon as I walk in the door or, you know, it gets put on Twitter and that, like, I'm getting dogs <coughs> abuse from all angles. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, I'm not going to say it was hard, but it was just like, whoa, this is a bit of a wake up. So, um, and throughout my time there, it was just constant, you know, like, like I'm, you know, my house got burgled, you know, attempted twice, you know, there was all sorts of stuff going on outside playing. And it's not, as, it's not just football up there, it's especially having the background that I have, it's not as easy as everyone thinks, you know. Did, did nobody, like, say to you, like, You've been you've played for the Republic of Ireland and stuff like that. There's a good chance you're going to get a bit of hassle going to Rangers. Not, because... not initially, no, not initially, no, not initially. That's mad. Because... You see, that's the kind of stuff that you think that obviously affected you, and a lot of times folk don't think about what players have to go through if they're maybe having a bad game I, I, and they're I getting. Had a, I, had, I had an attempted burglary at my house at three o'clock, and I had a game at three, like twelve hours later. You know, so like little things like that, like it's no one knows, and I'm not here to like talk about it but like 
there's all sorts of stuff that goes on in footballers' minds, and then you know you're under such scrutiny. And listen, every every opportunity to give you know get a bit of stick, you know, it was thrown at me. So from all angles, it's, it's just part and parcel of it. But these are the things people don't realise because you know no one's going to shout about it. It's just it is what it is. But you know. That's meant. Like, see, when that when that's happening, Rob, and you've signed for us, you're getting death threats, your house is getting burgled. Is there anybody at Rangers that you remember who kind of took you under the wing and went, right, look, everyone will be cool, yeah, do you my, know what I mean? My, my, need... my neighbour my neighbor was a godsend, Martin Lyon. Uh, the Lyon right. family, I don't know if you guys know them, but massive, uh, massive respect to them guys, and they, they took me under their wing. They, I, went, I used to go boxing at their brother's gym, um, and he basically just looked after myself and Harry, you know, we moved into a house together um, when he moved up. And if it wasn't for him, mate, like there, there was a lot of stuff that went, that got, that got sorted very quickly because of him and, uh, you know, just top, top family. They looked after us and, you know, where to go, where not to go. Um, and even like nights out and stuff, you know, we'd have Robin, the security guy, say, listen, guys, where are you going? We'll have eyes on you. And, you know, when the house got burgled, we had security for 24 hours a day, like, all that kind of stuff, you know. What about the football side there? When you played with Angels, yeah, did you? Yeah, stunning. Listen, like, we've got, you could think, think you've got members as well. Listen, the, the, the expectations from those fans is, is rightly so, so high. Um, we walked into the building under Wolves to play a, a certain style of football. And as a centre back, you get exposed a lot. Like, you, you know, aye, we, we score. We, we concede three, but we try and score four. That was our sort of, you know, mindset and attitude. So I remember it well, mate. <laughs> yeah. mm. So the, the, the mindset of, of, of us is like, we're, um, we're new players, you know, we don't really, you know, we're new to the building, new to the country, we're new to all the media, like it's a whole different ball game up there. Um, mm-hmm. So we went there trying to get that success, trying to play a certain style of football, but, you know, after, a, after you know, six months of playing, people know what your style is, people know how to combat that, you know, and we had to, we had to find other solutions and at times I think we were maybe a little bit one-dimensional in that, in, in the effect that, were so adamant on what we were doing that maybe it, you know, maybe it didn't work out that's as what, well as we Aye, that's what I always remember. Like, I always remember Mark Warburton saying, Plan B was today, Plan A better. And that like rattled a few folk, didn't it? Aye. That was... And I, I remember sitting at Ibrox and you're watching Fodringham get the ball, he gives it to you. You've got about two men charging you down right away, and you're wanting to play out for the back. And you just know that's the way you've been drilled. How frustrating is a football player? We've done other times you wanted to go look, mate. We need to change this. Right. Yeah. Listen. Let's first of all let's let's clear something straight up. I've got massive, massive respect for my woman, so I'll never that mm-hmm. talk down. I'll never disrespect. Yeah. That like, real, real, real respect. Um. But in terms of yeah, playing and being part of that, yeah, like of course there were times I'm like I can remember playing Hearts away and it was just like an ugly night. It was the pitch was shit. You know, and and the thing is, we brought in Joey Garner, who let me tell you right now, he's he's one of the best I've seen there. Like he'll go and head a train. Like there's no there's yeah. no denying he's put his head anyway. Mm-hmm. So like for us to to play that certain way with a big weapon up there like that, we can do that. It was just frustrating at times. And I remember, yeah, there were there was, there was arguments, there was heated moments, and you know, you got to remember as well, boys, is that you go against the managers, you know. Um, game plan and, and mindset, you know, you don't play. So, so yeah, I don't know. you have to do it or you don't. And no one wants to sit on the bench. So, yeah, there's there's opinions there for sure. But first of all, clean up that, yeah, massive respect for Mark. I'm never going to talk, talk down his name. But, yeah, there were times it was frustrating, yeah. Do you know what I find interesting, boy? Do you know what I find this interesting? I know, boys, right? As a player can decide to go to a team down south, they could be in the Premier League, they could be in the Championship, but the, the minute they come up and sign for a Rangers or Celtic, you're right, it's, they're exposed to everything in the media. They're in the, they, they can be in the papers every day. And it's not just 
like the the local paper, it's the fucking national paper. And I, I bet you there's quite a few boys that come up here and they don't realise that that's, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Aye. It's not It's not just the back pages either. It's the front Aye. pages. Aye. Well. Aye. Aye. You know what I mean? So like, I, I, I've doffed my cap to you because if, a lot of people, if they had been under the scrutiny and had the threats that you had, it would have been in the papers and they would have, you know, like, so to keep that under your heart, man, that's, you know, that's a lot of respect for you there. I must admit. What was it your thoughts about Joey Barton coming to Rangers? Joey Barton is a top, top boy. Like, right. The animal inside of that man is crazy. Like The, the mindset and the, the winning mentality is crazy. Um, he came to Rangers when obviously he wasn't at the peak of his performances and, and you know his legs had gone a little bit. But let me tell you one thing right now. That guy, you go to war with that guy because he galvanises that squad and that team. I remember there was a, remember there was a, there was a team talk I think before the old firm, and he actually, I think the, I think the manager might have been talking, and he got up his seat and just said, "Listen, guys, uh, no disrespect, Mark, I want, I want to take this," and he just sort of just reading off about you know like the passion and the hunger and like just I remember it like it was yesterday, like he just he had this 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 attitude of just like, you know, I've come here to win. I haven't come here just to, you know, make numbers up. I've, I've done this, I've done that. You know, I'm going to go in there. This is like wartime. This is like, this is everything that I've played for is, you know, this is now the real deal, you know? And like, it was just the way he was speaking. It was just motivational and it was just like, I'm with him, you know? Um, and even in training, he demanded a lot. He demanded <coughs> around the training ground. But that's like, it wasn't, it wasn't just him. Don't get me wrong. He was just more vocal. He was just quite vocal. You know how he is. He's outspoken. Um, and he has that respect for where he's been, but it wasn't just him. It was the whole. It was the whole club. Like Warburton, he put, installed that to us, you know. Like and everyone on the training ground, it was like pure respect, pure. It was not like a case of you had to tell people what to do because the standards were that high that it was getting done. Do you know, mm-hmm. um, training was I... training was nasty. Training was feisty. <laughs> you know, there's tackles, there's there's fighting, there's scrapping, there's words, there's, you know, it's 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 not a playground. It's it's real, real, real football now. Well, that's interesting, and I'm just wondering. See that 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 pre-match game. Well, surely was that a five-one game then? Where we could beat five-one. That was five-one, yeah. So it worked, it worked out, worked out well then, eh? Like the treat. Don't listen to him, Rob. What? See, see something like that, Rob. Where you're talking like uh, earlier on, you're saying Mark Warburton. If you you don't want to kind of go against the manager, saying you're not on the team. See that day. When we get beat five one, I remember there was a big the media thing about Joey Barton versus Scott Brown, blah blah blah. See in the dressing room after that game, what was it like? What was Joey Barton like in the dressing room after that game? Uh, yeah, just yeah, it's just fighting, fuming, shouting. You know, it's just kicking off. But it's it's all because everyone cares so much. We know the magnitude mm-hmm. of it. You know, so it's not. There must have, uh, there must have been a there must have been a wee bit of the whole. I can't believe he stood up there and gave that big speech and then he's not turned up on the park because you never get a fucking touch of the ball that day. I think I think that kind of that game just in the most respectful way just kind of showed him where he was he was at as a as a player at that time, you know. And, and also you got to remember, let me let me tell you something. He's come from Burnley, right? And I know I've worked under Sean Dutch and I know exactly how he works. And this this guy is organised drill, they're hard to beat. They don't play expansive big football like we were trying to do. It's a completely different game. So let me try and break it down for you. When you look at Leicester, when they won the Premier League, yeah, do you know how hard they are to break down and, and be a solid unit? Because they've got people like Vardy and whoever else up there that are going to go and do the magic off a counter-attack. When you're yeah. the opposite of that, you're expansive and big, and the pitch is massive, and you're getting counted on, it's a completely different ballgame. Joey Barton is not built 
to go and run and put fires out like like a Kante is it? You know, like he's not that yeah. player. You know? He's a mm-hmm. solid, you know, get tight, do your job, man mark, motivate, keep the ball, recycle, and use those boards up top. But we we won't play like that. It's a different ball game. And I mean different mm-hmm. ball game, you know, because you're expansive. So for mm-hmm. example, I remember like yesterday, I gave the ball away. Um, I tried to find a pass through a gap like we've been working on, like trying to find those holes, get those people danger men on the half turn. Give the ball away. You've got a lot of space to catch up with. You know, you've got like half a bitch to do with. And you've got boys Dang. that are, you know, Dembele, let's be real, Dembele is an athlete, he's a monster. So, you know, you give him space, mm-hmm. give anyone space. You give anyone space, they're going to do damage. If you don't give them space, like Leicester do, don't give them space, then you've got to have your, like, your Maruses or, you know, your boys that can just give you something out of nothing and go and get your goal. Give anyone space, mm-hmm. of course you're going to do damage. So, it's mm-hmm. a different totally. type of ball game. Joey Barton's come from Burnley. Aye. Now he's playing for us. It's a different, different ball game. Aye. He didn't have a proper pre-season at Rangers either, didn't he? No, because his TV commitments. Even Sin looked like Aye. Big Phil. Like he had like two, two games, two days training. Two days training out after doing nothing for like six weeks, you know? Like, come on. Aye. Aye. How, like, how did you go on, mate? These are things that people don't see, you know? Like, these, these, these are the background things people don't see. So, you know. Aye. You're not no, to totally, mate. Totally. Aye. How about, what about Davey Weir? What was he like on the training ground? Yeah, legend, man. Legend. Like, Aye. I just wanted to absorb everything from him. You know, like, he was just, you know, he oozes class in every manner, but like, like he was playing, you guys probably know, correct me, he was 39 playing in the yep. He signed for us under Walter Smith as like a six-month contract as a stopgap and was there for about four or five years on everything. He's the definition of a Rolls-Royce. Like, he's just like, you know, I remember watching him for Everton. I'm just thinking, uh, he's just a cut above, you know. But like, that's that's like, that's a different pedigree of football with that experience. And, Physically, he must have been in some nick to, to be playing right. those type of games. That was great, man. So, yeah, was listen, like, nothing, right. nothing but legend status for him, man. Definitely, man. I, th- I think so, he is a sort of player as well, even like, across the across the city as well. You look at him, you, you do have a respect for him, you know what I mean? He's, he's a seasoned professional and he's got that kind of respect for all angles, you know? So, uh, you're definitely right there in what you're saying. Right. So, Rob, is, was it a bit of a shock when, obviously, Warburton and we are left Ibrooks. What what was, was that just news yeah. to you? The baffling ones to be honest with you. Obviously we've seen a little bit on, on the old Twitter and you know just through word of mouth and that but um to this day I don't really know the ins and outs but you know I think I can read between the lines a little bit. But um mm-hmm. yeah it was disappointing to see him leave obviously because then, then you're thinking well you know you've been brought into the club by these people so you know yeah listen every manager wants to bring in their own team and and, and also let's not be let's not be uh, let's not beat around the bush. You know, the next guy comes in, and there's a lot of deals going on under the, you know, under the radar, and things going on behind the scenes that people won't know about. So, listen, you know that your time's probably going to be up, and you're going to be have to be uh, moving on. But that's the, that's football, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, I'm sure you guys are aware of what goes on behind the scenes. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of politics as well. So, um, how did you find Kashinya when he came in, mate? Uh, miles off it, yeah, absolutely miles off it. Really, right away, and is it and, and yeah, is, is, is a full squad pick up on that? Oh, yeah, every minute, but um, yeah, listen, I'm not gonna say a nightmare, bad. man. I'm not gonna sit in bad mouth, people, because it's not really my man, no. but absolutely mm-hmm. worst I've ever come across. Really, the worst the first day you come in, and it was like we're gonna train on a Friday, but it'll be a Tuesday, and then you know, he'd be like, no one goes in the gym, no gym allowed. Um, do this, do that. Like it was just. I those ways are going about things, and it just seems as if he's just trying to come in and do his own thing, and 
he's ruffled everybody's feathers, huh? And he did, yeah, I remember him putting a presentation up of like where he was, and then I've left this to come here. You guys should be so lucky that I've made this decision, and I'm just like, you know, oh, that angers me, man. That angers yeah. me because honestly, that's when I mean, me and Jay like got a, massive. No, listen, listen, listen. He put a presentation up, like a PowerPoint, of like his home and his family, and like um, the, the, the yeah, like his hotel rooms and like what he looked. Check me like, out. I've left this to come to work with you lot, so you guys should be, you know. You know, praising me, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! And then the he was a fraud, man. Yeah, it's a fraud. Yeah, biggest fraud. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I still to this day. I mean, obviously the club had been through so much, and me and Gredo are massive Rangers fans. But to this day, man, like how he got that job, I'll never understand because it was like, like I said, guys, there's a lot of politics involved in football. Oh, I totally, man, totally, totally, mate, I totally. But so then, did you? Did you know then, right, I'm off, I'm leaving here, or one way or another, um, I can't even... Work. No, I, I thought, yeah, because I knew that, obviously, he's going to bring in all his, his Portuguese guys and, you know, those name, names. And then I literally got uh, got told that... Um, no, it, it kind of worked out in the sense that I had really bad tendonitis. So even... even, even uh, I had tendonitis and... Um, I was getting through games and stuff. It was never really an issue, but um, I knew that he'd use that maybe as an excuse because um, I wasn't allowed to go into the gym and stuff. They were no one allowed to go to the gym. So then he put all our stuff down to uh, the under-18s um, sort of changing room. We were to go and change there. Um, it was about seven of us and it was just like, you guys can't eat with us. You can't train with us. You can't use the gym. You can't see the physios. You can't see the masseuses. And it was just a case of like, right, well, here's how it goes, you play, you know, play a game on a Saturday and then the new manager comes in and you're out the door. So it's like, you know, you take but, a bit of... But is there any, is there any, obviously we've heard about the likes of uh, Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace, but was it, was it visually, like, was it a, a, a kind of thing where he's maybe left the room and the user like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, what's happening? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. It's like a, it's like when the head teacher leaves the uh, the classroom and everyone's like, who the f- is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know. Yeah, but, oh. yeah, it's just scary. Like, listen, that's the biggest thing I've learned in, in this industry is just politics. So, right, right, right. It's a tough time, man. But, well, <laughs> but so, I mean, it's funny because if we was ever talking about stuff that's mega depressing, but what was what was highlights at Rangers? What was where you can go and. Um, I remember, I remember beating them. At, I mean, beating beat the first time. So we beat them at Hamden, and it was a great of game. Course. Like, it was, like, that was one of the best it. days of my life. Yeah, had, um, had my family in the stands. Like it was an amazing experience. Those old phone games are something special. Obviously, listen, that took a few losses and that, but just the experience of it all. Um, obviously, you know, the first season there, it was great. We were flying. I remember the first game. I think we beat Hibs like six, six one or five one. I think it was something. Like yeah, that. I Tavernier uh, t- 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 scored a great free kick. Man. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, great times. Like, it was enjoyable. Like, listen, like, you go, you walk around the city and, you know, people, you know, you, you get the good times and you get the bad times, you know. And, and it kind of went out the window when, when the thing was going well. I wasn't really getting the, the Irish stick so much. And I wasn't really getting the abuse on, online, all that kind of stuff. And out, and even out, even out, like, nights out and that, you know, you're getting you're getting stick from, from both sets of fans because I'm playing deemed to be playing for the wrong team with the wrong background or the wrong religion, you know. So it was, mm-hmm. it was both angles. It wasn't just my fans. It was obviously them as well. So it was... Uh, Spend a lot of shit or that. When you're, going well, when you're going well, like it's you know, it's only one set of fans and that's them. And then when it's not going Aye. well, it's both. Of them, you know, so, what do you do? You still keep 
uh, keep track of the results and stuff like you think the Rangers the new right? yeah cool yeah, listen I love to see him do more I love it I, I follow him right. on Twitter Instagram follow all the right. boys that I obviously played with nothing nothing more than what I see is what they're doing now like Gerard's come in and just right. you know the whole the whole vibe it's amazing and I listen as you've been part of something like that you 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 know, you feel proud to be say, listen, yeah, I play for that team and look how well they're doing. You know, it's not, it's no, there's nothing else other than that. Oh, um, man, listen, they, they're part of the story. It's oh, part oh, of the. Ah, yeah, yeah, you're part of the journey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Was it? What's it? What's it now? Twenty-two points? Is it? Is it still that? Twenty-three. Time, Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Twenty-three Life's good. Life's Aye. good, Rob. Life's good. Life's good for a Rangers fan, you know, man. <laughs> that's why. That's why he's fucked off. I don't know where he's went to. Because he's a Celtic fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love it, love it. John, John, just cut John, just cut him off now. Fuck him. Get him out, mate. So what's the stat I fuck him. What's the what's the standard like over in America, the standard of football, yeah. Orange County? No, it's really interesting you say that because myself and Harry, we've we've actually got an academy now where we sort of convey about young talent in Europe. So at the minute there's Brilliant, man. I get a you plug, actually... so what's it what's what's the crack? What's happening? So obviously, I'm, I'm I'm still playing uh, here. Um, Harry's decided that um, he's going to go down the route of, of coaching now. He's got an amazing opportunity now with with Nike and um, all sorts of stuff. So he's he's in an amazing position. Um, but like we said, we're obviously we see these kids and we know the level of what it's needed to be back home. So we um, Harry has a has a company here, an academy that coaches these kids privately and with small groups. If they're good enough, we send them. If they're not, then, you know, there's other clubs here, colleges, USL teams, MLS teams. So that the talent's growing. And you've got to remember there's, you know, there's 10 times the amount of people here in the US than there are in the UK. So imagine mm -hmm. the market's so much bigger. And it's a growing mm -hmm. sport. You're not ever going to see it as your number one sport, you know, ahead of, you know, your NFL and, your, and you know. Wrestling. Kind of yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really, really taking off, like really taking off. And I think right. they've got the World Cup here in a few years. So it's going to just keep going and going and going. So, um. Yeah, the, the talent the talent pool is crazy, and a lot of the, the big clubs we speak closer to a few a few big clubs and um, scout network here is just you know they're really going for it. Brilliant man, like so. Are you are you maybe some point in the future, Rob, looking into getting into the coaching side and management and all that? Maybe. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, we've got this uh, academy here that's growing really well, and we're doing great with scope stuff of it, and just seeing kids get a, a conveyor belt in the line is is obviously going to be massive. Um, but yeah, the coaching here is is, is out, out, out as well. Like you know, the facilities that are open just to the public. Like I'm talking like they're better than they're better than Championship to League One, League Two in England in terms of like the facilities. Like we 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 uh, have access to these these fields and it's it's like nothing you've ever seen. Like manicured lawns and you know it's just like another world. Like as I can't explain to you, right. it's just like it's like essentially having like a Murray Park, but. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the open to the public. It's like that kind of vibe, you know, that, that space and that vibe. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, next time we do a live show, man, we know this pandemic stops, we're going over to California. Right, to fuck it, let's for the academy, man. Definitely. Do you get any plans maybe coming back to the UK? Do you think you'll finish your career out in Orange County? No, not ever coming back. Never? <laughs> Quite right. Never. Oh, man, I love that, man. Well, I love it, man. I'm never coming back. That, this place here is paradise. I wake up to the sun every day, I go... Days off, I go my surfing, I go hiking, I go, you know, the, the, the nightlife, everything, everything under one roof is just like, wow. like I said, it's like living here. Um, and yeah, like my world's here now, and I'm building and building and building, and there's so much opportunity are here. You, and are you out for your dinner every night? I've got to be honest with you, I am, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you man, I can't, I'm out. Of course, you man. Bro, wait, man. Bro, wait. 
Tremendous Schofield there, isn't it? I love yeah, it. Me, me and Harry, we've got, some amazing, we've got some amazing friends here now that, you know, uh, you know, shown us the way. They're very successful in their own industries. And, you know, you just absorb everything that these guys have done. And I know there's a lot of English boys here that are in the same boats as us, not playing football, but just, you know, come from... I've got actually really good friends of two Scottish lads who live in the same apartment blocks. And it's just, it's nice to hear accents that are familiar and then everyone's in the same boat. Everyone listens. You miss home a little bit. You miss your family and that now and again, but just... For me, it's just like you know longevity and, and building my life here now. Living the dream, mate. Living yeah. the dream. I, I, that's fucking inspiring, man. That sounds that tremendous. Imagine if we us do there, man. Fucking fucking everything off and just going out there, man. I must use a wee bit, man. But... <laughs> You're saying the free us? What is John not invited? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant I meant me, you, John. I meant me, me, you and John. Thanks, thanks very much. I've left on the bench, John. I'm gutted. Right. <laughs> Rob, so every week on Football Daft, we put our guests' football knowledge to the test with a 90 oh, oh, second oh, quiz. Mate, 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 he says don't ask him anything. He's horrendous, but we need to do it, mate. We I, should do it. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. I mean, I'll sit on Google <laughs> on the slide and get your answers, but apart from that, there's no chance. That's fine, mate. That's fine. But we've got... Top of the leaderboard is John Sutton and Chuck Young with 15. We've got Mark Wilson, Keith Lasley, tucked in with 14. A good job, a good doctor, Kenny Joker, Kevin Harper with 13. We've got Mark Reynolds in 10, Lauren Shankland on 7. Barry Feastenders is on the list as well. He's on 4. And at the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovenkranz, Derek Johnson, Craig Levine and Mick Sue. Can I just, can I just, can I just, can I just put something out there just quickly? Um, Obviously, my days are full of practice, training, coaching, whatever it might be, and I don't have uh, English Sky Sports. So there's, the only things that I catch up on are obviously just my Instagram and just the Sky Sports app. So you're going to, probably going to sit here and think, does this geezer even know football in, in any sort of like, slight terms? So fire away. Yeah, surely, you've know, been, surely you've been oh. keeping up with the, with SPFL on your Instagram and that. Do you know follow fucking <laughs> St. Johnson's fucking tag yeah. on it? Huh? Rob, Rob, after you saying that, I've, I've just had a quick scan of the questions that producer John has put down, and in technical terms, you are fucked. <laughs> Honestly. I was fucked before you asked the question. <laughs> you remember, Rob, you can't pass, you need to give an answer. Uh, Barry Face then was now, passing. Listen, it doesn't, it does, see if you don't know, just say anything. Say anything. Right. Because it gives us a chuckle, man, to be honest with you, Aye. if I'm being honest. Right, in eight seconds, John, are we ready? Was Rob, are we ready? <clears throat> yep. Sorry, mate. Right. Who is currently third in the Scottish Premiership? Hearts. Capelo is the home to which team? Chris picks up dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you score your first professional hat trick against? My first professional hat trick? Aye. In the playground, mate, at school when I was about nine years old. And what year did you sign for Wigan? 2013. Who was in temporary charge of Rangers before Steven Gerrard? Graham Murray. What club was Graham Alexander manager of before Motherwell? I want to say someone English, but I don't think it is. Uh, Barry. Just, I don't know what's wrong. What nationality is Celtic's Diego Laxalt? Oh, Laxalt, that sounds like Scandinavian or something. I don't know. How many loan spells have you had across your career? 
418. Davy Irons. <laughs> Davy Irons is the manager of which team? Oh, kill Monet. What club have just sacked a commentator for having a jobby? Oh my God, I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen it. He talks about going for a shite. I think it's Hamilton now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just did it on Instagram, mate. I saw it, because that's all I get is Instagram, mate. Yeah. Hey, when, when, when he say Grado skipped a question, then, so <laughs> no, are we going to allow him to answer the question that Grado skipped? No. Gilfie Sigurdsson signed for Everton from which club? That could have made all the difference. That could have made all the difference. Uh, we'll go through your wrong answers, Rob. Um, third in the Scottish Premiership, it's Hibs. Um, Capo is the home of Morton. I've got to hold on my hand. I left in a question from last it. week. So I, said, I was going to say this. <laughs> I don't remember Rob Kearney scoring a hat-trick against Dundee. I know, I was thinking that, I know. But do you know what? He got a great answer. So... Well, hat-trick goals in training. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So we'll give you that because you scored your first uh, hat-trick on the playground. Um, Graham, um, signed for Wigan in 2011, apparently, not 2013, Rob. Uh, Graham Alexander went from uh, Salford to Motherwell. Uh, Diego Laxalt's Uruguayan. Loan spells you've had across your career, we counted nine. Uh, I don't know if you've got any more. But, but Rob said 400 nods, so he must know better than you, John. I would give him that, man. Uh, right, okay. Well, just, just, just a benefit, 418 sounds better, no? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll give you that then, we'll give you that. Uh, Davey Adams is the manager of Stairsmere, and well done, by the way. Jobby Gate. Hamilton. It was Hamilton, so you're spot yes. on with that. So that gives you a score of one, two. We'll give you great. Yeah, we'll give you Gilby Sigurdsson as well. So one, two, three, four, four. Brilliant, there man. Go, mate. There we go, mate. Oh, Same as Barry Feastenders. You know what? What I will say to you is there, Rob. You got more than a man that managed Scotland. I saw. Yeah, I'm all over that. Someone that who's Jack Craig Levine? Fucking Jock Brown. Maybe you Of course, it was Craig Levine. <laughs> Rob. Honestly, mate, thanks for giving up your time for coming on. Really appreciate it. It's been a great chat, mate. Did you enjoy yourself? Loved it. You boys are good. You have a good laugh, man. Right, so what about that then, troops? Rob Kearney, eh? Somebody he was a good guest, wasn't he? Would you trade your life for his right now? 100%. <laughs> Incredible, man. What is it with these guys that come on here, man? They just fucking, we're sitting there like bags of shite and he comes on, man, sitting in the LA or wherever the fuck Listen, is, mate, see if, we were, see if we were getting up to sunshine every day, we'd look like a million bucks and all. Mm-hmm. Aye, you know I mean? aye. It's one of, probably one of the guests we've had on that I've really enjoyed but hated at the same time because I want to be living the life he's living right now. That's it. But, that's it, no. but aye, so uh, the, the heights as well. What about the heights? I was They're well really impressed with everybody. really nice guys, aye, eh? Aye, aye. Grado's mates, man. He's, uh, he, he was loving it. He was a bit different, too, wasn't he? With the two guys on. He Grado. was, wasn't he? He was like, hey, guys, eh? Well, hey, guys. That's my pulse for the radio, mate. This hey, is what I do, man. Hey, I interview pop hey, stars. He was getting too nervous, not that. Was that actually? Grado, I thought John was your pal for the radio. Aye. I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway I've really thoroughly enjoyed your company trips I'll see you all next week enjoy the football <laughs> stay at home wash your hands and listen don't be a drink your milk <laughs> that's it aye aye fucking hell drink your milk your by the way I just want to say one more thing as well right in fact no I can't be asked oh, oh, nice. see, no 
Next week you can tell us where it was going to be, and you can tell us. Yeah. Right, cool. Right, last well, yeah. story. Told, right? Uh, my, my, the chip pan's just about to go off, so I'll need to get my I got an injury, so I'm going to make my dinner. See you later, Tidy. See you later. Bye, boys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. See you next week. Audio Frontier.